Hello, you're listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. I'm Ken Foster, Professor of Agricultural Economics and your host. And I'm in the beautiful city of Bogota, Colombia, the capital of Bogota today, with Professor Jess Lohenberg DeBoer. Jess is a emeritus professor of agricultural economics at Purdue, and we're we're here in Bogota because Jess has a very, very interesting project going on uh, with Columbia Agriculture, and it's a unique time in Colombia. And Jess, welcome to the program. Pleased to be here. Yeah. So, Jess, tell us a little bit about the background of what you're doing and and how this how this got started. Um, the the Orinoquia initiative that we're working on here is really part of the overall. Uh, peace process in Colombia. Uh, Colombia has about 5 million displaced persons. They're looking at how they're going to develop the eastern savannas in their country. And so they've uh, engaged Purdue to help build their capacity to make good decisions about the economic development of agriculture and uh, tourism. Fantastic. So um, uh, let's see, 5 million people displaced. Um, I, probably most of our readers are familiar with a little bit of the recent history of Colombia, but maybe just back up and give us a little context of that. Just a little context is uh, Colombia has endured about five decades of civil war, uh, and that's created tremendous displacement of, of people. They have just signed, uh, earlier this year, signed a peace treaty with the FARC, which was the main rebel group. Just last week, they signed with the ELN, which was a, a smaller group. Uh, and so they're in the process of uh, reestablishing security in much of the rural areas of the country, which is where the Civil War was fought. Uh, and this opens tremendous opportunities and challenges uh, because Colombia has great agricultural potential that has not been uh, harnessed because of the of the war uh, that's now uh, suddenly becomes available. So sort of this perfect storm. You've got people that were displaced, you've got agricultural opportunity, and you've got markets and growing incomes around the world. And, and what's, Purdue's, what's Purdue's game in, in this? Well, uh, Purdue, like it's done elsewhere in the world, uh, is helping them develop and understand the tools to make better decisions. Uh, it's very clear that the decisions have to be made by Colombians. Uh, but we can help them uh, with the understanding, the knowledge, the tools to make those. And in agriculture in particular, we're using farm-level linear programming, uh, which is a tool we've used in Indiana and in Brazil and in Africa. Uh, to help them understand out of the many alternatives that they have in the Ornokia, which ones make sense. So just a short list starts with, uh, they can grow corn and soybeans, they can grow sugar cane, they can grow a vast list of 20 or 30 different fruits, uh, they can raise cattle, they can raise hogs, they can raise poultry, they can produce cashew nuts and other kinds of nuts. So the, the potential is, is great. The question is, what makes the most sense given markets, given their uh, infrastructure capacity, uh, given their, uh, the interests of their people? And I suppose some of the regional differences in soil types and microclimates and things like that as well. Exactly. Um, so, into this. yeah. And, and, and you talked about tourism, so I'm guessing there are other land uses in the, 
in, in the mix here besides agriculture, potentially. Right, because uh, the Orinoquia is not only an area of great agricultural potential, it's an area of great natural resources. So the Macarena area, which is uh, by most accounts the, the most the highest uh, profile tourism area in Colombia with the most potential hasn't been uh, an area where many tourists uh, visited uh, in recent years because the uh, rebel headquarters was oh, right yeah, sure. right there uh, and so now there's potential to open that and there's a desire to create sustainable tourism now, you know not just a big hotel uh, that comes in and pulls money out and leaves, but rather uh, a, a tourism enterprise that uh, creates opportunities for a wide range of small and medium-sized businesses. Fantastic. So some of that could potentially even be uh, focused around agriculture and the interaction with agriculture and and uh, and and natural environment and that sort of thing. Exactly, and this is exactly one of the things that we're working on in a place called the Flooded Savannas, which is part of the Orinoquia, and is a great area for cattle production. It could be an area for crop production with drainage, but it's also an incredible area for wildlife. I I have I've been all over the world, and the only place where I've seen comparable populations of wildlife coexisting with uh, cattle and other uh, domestic livestock is in Kenya. My wife has been pestering me about, she's a bird watcher, she's been <laughs> pestering me, we have to get to this place because of all the birds there. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm guessing at some point I'm going to make a visit out there. But uh, um, So tell, tell me, I guess, a little bit about uh, other people at Purdue that are involved in this. Are there students involved, other faculty that are engaged in the project? Right. So in agricultural economics, uh, the faculty involved are uh, Paul, Dr. Paul Preckel. He uh, is leading the effort to uh, do the, the modeling and, and the analysis. Uh, Dr. John Sanders, who has been key uh, in uh, helping us understand the opportunities in uh, the foothills of the Andes, which is part of the Orinoquia area. And it's great for him because early in his career he spent a couple of years here in Colombia. He speaks Spanish and so he's having a great time being back in this and seeing all the changes that occurred in, in 30 years. Um, there's uh, Dr. Jonathan Day from uh, Tourism and Hospitality Management who's leasing the, the tourism side. Uh, and then there's uh, several graduate students both in uh, agricultural economics and in tourism who are focusing on specific uh, cases, and I'll just give you uh, two examples. So, Carlos Fontanilla, who is a Colombian, uh, and uh, is working really on helping us understand the farm farming systems and potential in the high plains. Uh, so, this is, you know, compared to the flooded savanna, this is uh, the higher plains, but uh, great potential again. But figuring out what it is, and uh, Emiliano Lopez, who's from Uruguay. Uh, is working on supply chain relationships in palm oil. And the question is, for those small and medium producers in palm oil, uh, what is their relationship to the big uh, extraction mills? Uh, is it a fairly fair relationship? What, what could be improved? Uh, how competitive is this? Uh, and uh, he spent uh, several months in Colombia this summer 
uh, interviewing uh, some of those small and medium producers. Fantastic. That's, I mean, those are key issues, as we know, all over the world, even in yeah, the United States. Exactly. We face these issues of, you know, of how markets are structured and how they perform mm -hmm. and, and how the rents get distributed between the different <laughs> participants in those markets, and it's very important in terms of uh, adopting technologies, for example. I mean, if the, if the rewards aren't there, they don't get adopted, and if the market structures are, are impeding that, then you know, then we have to get into the policy environment around this. And I'm guessing some of that might be in, in the future. Right, exactly. And because Colombia is coming, has a very different legal code than the U.S. It comes from Roman law. It has a very different uh, set of assumptions that go into their legal structure that heavily influence how supply chains are put together. Right, very interesting. Fantastic. Well, uh, Jess, any, any uh, um, I guess... Uh, surprises or or conclusions that have been drawn to this point, or is it too early for that? Um, it's a little early for 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 conclusions. I think uh, it's fair to say that uh, Colombia has overall the country as a whole, and especially the Orinoquia, has great potential, uh, and it's a great opportunity for Purdue and Purdue faculty and students and staff to be involved in helping them achieve that potential. And we're hoping, and many of you probably have heard what Purdue did in Brazil 30 or 40 years ago. Well, we hope that in the future they'll add Columbia to that list where, where Purdue played a positive role. There we go. It's like it's like Neil Armstrong, Brazil, Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, just thanks very much for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. Again, I'm your host, uh, Professor Ken Foster with the Department of Agricultural Economics at Purdue. Uh, you can like us on Facebook or you can visit us on the internet at www.agecon.purdue.edu.